Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. G'day everybody, it's Alistair here. I'm just plugging my show. It's called Alistair Tremblay Virtual No Relation. You'll find it at the Trades Hall, 6.30, up until April 22nd. Come on down and buy a ticket, and then you will be happy. Here we go. Alistair, what would you call what would you call what you did at the start of this episode? Um, you, how would you describe that? Because it's not it's not music. It wasn't musical. And yet you don't think a sing, parts of a, my body a, that respond to music yeah, they started were, to move. began to vibrate. Mm. <laughs> parts that were once thin began to thicken. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, Andy, I would I would call it a sing talk, a talk sing. sing it's talk. an it's an improvised mm. uh, an improvised uh, talk rap. Yeah, yeah. It's not so much hip hop, but maybe a bit of just a bit of flip flop. Yeah, flip you know? fl- flip flop, hip flop, a little bit of tip top. Yeah, um, flip flop. Alistair. I wonder if any any MCs have ever included, you know, because they like to talk themselves up of course. in their raps. You know, yeah. wonder if any MCs have 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 tried saying my hip hop is tip top. Oh, that's because that feels like it'd be. Yeah, <laughs> that's right there. That's right there. That's it's the low hanging fruit of self promotional rap material. Yeah, I would. I haven't met yet any. I haven't heard yet any of these. Uh, hip hoppers saying things such mm. as, "My hip hop is not that good, but it could get better in time." <laughs> I'm working hard, and I plan to improve. But I'm not working that hard. <laughs> but I'm hoping that just doing it for a long time will yeah, cause it to improve. Yeah. I mean, in there are in some ways, um, doing something for a long time. Surely there's there's some work involved in that. But you're right. Maybe not. Maybe no, it's right. not the grind. Or maybe so, it is the grind, but it's not the hustle. Andy, do you mind if I was to just say hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the podcast where we come up with five sketch ideas and then, and then also then follow that up with saying I'm Alistair George William Trombley Virtual? And I'm Andy. I wouldn't think that was untoward at all, Alistair. I think that would be a welcome addition to the podcast. Great. And one now, that I think that we should start to incorporate on, uh, regularly. On every episode, maybe? I mean, yeah. uh, it's so hard to do something every day or whatever, you know? And so every podcast, yeah. Jesus, all right. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not free anymore. I just have to do this now. This is just, I'm not... Yeah. Mm, hit me, I'm Andy. not made of... Um, I'm not made of... Uh, Saying uh, that regular podcast things, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, what now? Before we went, came into this podcast, and we were talking about oh. something. You said, "Oh, I've got such a good sketch idea." Hi, yeah. And so, yeah. Why should I stand in your way any longer and let the audience hear it? You know, I am essentially just a cone, just a barrier. You know, that stands in the way of your sketch ideas. So, I think. <laughs> I think also, but before we get to it, let's put another barrier, which is that I would like to point out that if any of the listeners have ever wondered what George, the producer of this podcast, sounds like, it's that impersonation that Alistair just did of me. Oh, fucking hi, Triple J, yeah, fucking (laughs) hell, it's me, George, here I am producing the podcast, hey. Oh no, I'm Andy's brother, I'm going to be asked to watch the children, but I won't do it, hey. (laughs) Once he did. He oh, came wow. all the way out at the here, and he he looked after the children. It was it was fantastic. worked worked out great. Oh, I really that's should good. tap into the to the to the well of George more often. Yeah, well, I, mean, for, I suppose. Uh, 
I suppose all your other family members are getting worn down a little bit, you know? <laughs> She'll probably give them a month off. They're all undergoing <laughs> hy- hy- hypertrophy to... in every muscle. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, all right. So this is my great idea that I was really excited about before the before the podcast. Can I try and guess what about... it is? It has the words. Yeah, okay, but, you go. It has the butt words butt chunks in it. It does not have the word butt chunks, but it's, that's a great guess. It's a, Maybe it's this a, is a new thing that we'll introduce. I'll try and guess uh, what your sketch idea is going to be. All right, we have one sketch idea from an Andy. Um, would you like to guess? I don't know if you know this about the podcast, Alistair, but yeah. we have an Andy, and okay. sometimes that Andy gets to submit sketch ideas. Okay. And uh, yeah, and, and you know, uh, would you like to guess what that sketch idea is that I mean, Andy I'll, is? I'll try submitting? anything at, at this point. Um, mm. uh, could it be that he is a a guy who has started a snack company? And he's mm. called it Butt Chunks. <laughs> and it's basically pork crackling <laughs> with a little bit of pork on, on the bottom of it. The, but it's dried. It's kind of like it's been crackled, then dried, and then salted. Well, salted somewhere along the process. Mm. And then it's like, so it's like, it's like a bag of chips, but it's just meat and fat. Can I tell you, Alistair, yeah. that that inspired in me a really... Uh, I thought you were going to go down the angle of uh, butt chunks would be like a Pez dispenser, but it's a Pez where you dispense the the things through the bottom. It's like a it's like a Pez with oh, an asshole. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you lift a butt <laughs> instead. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and it, yeah. sh- it makes more sense. Yeah. You know, it shits out these little bricks, you know. Well, that does make a lot more you, sense. Uh, Why are those bricks coming out of their mouth? Yeah, and 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 you're working against gravity as well. I mean, oh. that's an absurd. Why, why, why put yourself through that hardship when you know naturally? Yeah, it, it should go so on the bottom. More. It should be a bottom on the bottom. Mm. We could call it a poos. Oh right? yeah, poos. P U Z, and the U has an umlaut over it. Oh, umlau. Okay, poos. Yeah, like that. Mm. That's good. I've wrote pez butt, but poos you is could, better. Um, um, I mean. We should contact the Pez people and say, look, just at least make one that has both, you know. Yeah. It has a top and a bottom, and then you can have that forbidden Pez. You could start. Comes. You know what you would do? What you would do is you would start by taking a model that they've – you would start by taking a model that they've already they've already created, right? That yeah. Kind, that their face kind of looks like a butt a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then you'd stick it – And then you'd, and you'd show up and you'd go to a meeting, and then you would mm. – you would – Stand in front of them, all the executives, yeah. <laughs> all the Pez executives, yeah, executives, yeah, and then, great. <laughs> and then you would hold it up, and they'd be like, "Yeah, we know that." Yeah, and then That's you would how... turn it upside down, and they would go mm. <gasps> like yeah. that, and they would see it in a new light. This is because you've brought think... in you've brought in an LED. Yeah, <laughs> this is. Which is brand new. Replace the glow. Yeah, oh, that's good. I like that it's a, it's almost like a you know a Darth Maul lightsaber of pairs. Yeah, you know, both ends, and it it you could you could also you know, I'm sure there are Maverick Pez fans out there who are already jury rigging these of their own by taping two Pezes together, back oh. to back. You know, in, in inverted. You know, uh, there'd be there'd be a huge Pez hacking underground Pez hacking That's scene. True, yeah, yeah. I mean, all you got to do all is all sorts type... of crazy stuff with their Pez. You just got to type in Pez hack into Facebook, and you'll mm. find all this, oh, the all the subterranean yeah. groups. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, you could imagine any Pez that involves a one of the. One of the, oh no, not all of them, but definitely I think Sneezy or Dopey from the the Seven Dwarves. Yeah, one of them. I think both of those don't have beards. Yep. Or is it just Dopey? I think only one of them didn't have a beard, and I don't know which one is it, it was. Dopey but, or Sneezy? Yeah. It feels and like it, it would be Dopey. Dopey, yeah. And I think if you put two Dopeys next to each other. I think oh, maybe yeah. the, the the it probably wears I think Dopey always wears a kind of like a sleeping cap, like one of those long hats mm-hmm. that you'd normally sleep mm-hmm. in. You know those hats that you sleep in, Andy. Oh yeah, that's right. 
Um, one of my sleeping hats. And and I think that those would kind of give a bit of a leg effect once oh, you turn it upside down. And the and the bald face yeah. would give it a real butt cheek effect. Right. So really we've got two dopies side by side. Well that's what that was what you were suggesting. No, that's not what I was suggesting. I was suggesting just one you you get two pezzes, right? And you have one facing up yeah. for the head yeah. and one facing down for the butt, right? And you have them in opposite directions like that to make a double-ended pez. Okay. You're saying I use two I use two peg, pez in parallel. Yeah. So cuz one then, next to the other. Yeah, well guess what 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 doesn't work about my idea which I took from your idea that you just misexpressed. <laughs> um that is is you know I guess the problem with mine is that the 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 pez are coming out of each cheek. Yes, and you that's know? not how butts work. But what if we change butts so that it fits our new <laughs> pez idea, and you get you get an asshole for each leg. <laughs> yes, so that you right. can you can poop directionally. <laughs> this is like how you know. John Howard, he could, created the electorate that he wanted. You know, he wanted a small-minded, racist electorate, and he made one, and then exactly. and he stayed in power for you know four terms or whatever. Yeah, this is this is this is that, but with the human ass. You know what I was trying to do with it when I said he poops in. I can't remember what I, exactly I said, but in I meant, tried to. I meant to say, I said you can poop directionally. But I was trying mm. to take the sensory thing, you know, like you could, you know, like we do with uh, eyes, yes. get that third, di- poop yeah. in that third dimension, <laughs> mm. Mm. you know, but well, it yeah, doesn't, it you know, did, so it, like you'd be able to poop depth, poop but it's depth, the, that's a great, that's, yeah. that's, that's the most clear version of the joke. Well, <laughs> it's the, Andy, it is the most clear. I'm not saying it is a clear joke. Mm. But within the bounds of what's possible, that yeah. joke has peaked for oh, yeah. clarity. Andy, and you with did the it. Expression you, poop depth. You did it in such an economy of words. I mean, thank you. Oh, now what I was, um, I guess, what I was, uh, <laughs> the idea that I was so excited about before the podcast, before, I was there. twelve minutes ago. Yeah, was a was a school bus. Yeah, where the children emerge through uh, either oh, the butt, a, a butthole. <laughs> the bus is a butthole. Well, <laughs> it would be a sort of a cloaca, I guess, at the back of the bus, a big fleshy cloaca that they sort of squirm out of. Yeah, or um, or possibly if the bus is in a terrible accident, they bring along the jaws of life. They have to perform some. It's, so the bus would have to be big and big and fleshy. Yeah, you know, big flesh. Whatever bus. flesh color you 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 desire doesn't um, have any windows. The flesh bus. I, I big picture flesh it, bus. it's it's the flesh of a bear, a black bear, and it's got black mm. flesh, but then also black hair on it. <gasps> there you go. It's I mean, it's and it's in a kind of quite a wooded area. Yeah, it's one of those wood buses. No, I'm not <laughs> saying the bus is wooded. Wooded. I'm just oh. saying that it it the bus. The it resembles school, a bear. Yeah, the school that it goes to is in a wooded area. It's a very foresty mm. kind of area. Yeah, great. I think if you were to build a bus to drive through a woody area, a yeah. bush bus, yeah, bush bus that had to drive between a lot of trees and weave its way through forest, yeah. would you make a, a long, flexible bus like a snake? Or would you make a very high bus, very high with a very narrow base where the children sit one above another so that it can duck around trees? Why would being high allow it to duck around trees? Well, I'm thinking I w- I'd forgotten about branches. I was living in a world where branches didn't exist. So I was thinking of just, only trunks. Yeah, I mean, there are, you know, in, in many... Uh, in many forests that are set up to be uh, l- lumber plantations, yeah. they do have things that cut off um, mm. branches up into a certain point so that you get less mm. knots in the wood. Is exactly. that what you were thinking? 
Um, it, it is now, yes. Because the I, fact, I, I absolutely. Don't know we had a project when I was at university where basically a guy from a from like a like the the forestry's industry came to our thing and was like, "What would you design as like a machine that could cut branches, like a robot that we could just go up and snip off branches, like that?" And then we had to like design machines that could just like you could just clamp to a tree and they would just go up and and snip off branches. That's fucking cool. Yeah, I love that idea. Yeah, but then yeah. basically but the, a robotic koala. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what my design looked like, and it's, it's um, both its ears were circular saws. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was, all I wanted was for a bus that yeah. when it drops the children off at the school, was it gives birth to them. Okay, so like, it, like it's like an Uzi bus. <laughs> it's an Uzi bus. Like no, not a bus with like a like a UZR. Like it just goes. <laughs> Like that shoots, okay. shoots the kids out to their houses. So you just mean like a bus with like a like a mm. sort of like a tube at the back, and then you kind of slide mm. out, and it's like oozes you out, and you you get out. Whenever we hear a story about children being shot at a school, it's always stay with me, Alistair. Yeah, it's always the children are at the school and they are being shot, but never. <laughs> Are the children being fired out of a oozy bus yes. at the school? Yes. Children are. I have some news, ma'am. Your child was shot at a school today, which means we <laughs> had a successful trial of our new oozy bus. bus. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, it's I, a gun bus. You know, whenever I We're hear using... that kids have have got. Shots at school have been have been shot at school. I always look up the article and then I press on the link <laughs> and then I read the article and then I'm relieved when I find out that it was guns and not vaccines that they received. Ah, uh, <laughs> they were shot. Your there child were shots was at shot. The, there were shots at the school, and I go, what? <laughs> And then I'll read it further, and it turns out it was just a gunman, uh, not a doctor a, with um, a life-saving wh- vaccine. Yes. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank mm. nothing went against my regular ideas. <laughs> Someone should invent some kind of injection that stops you from getting vaccines. <gasps> Only there were Man, a way. Today I saw there was a headline on the on the Guardian. Do you, you still go to the Guardian occasionally? Don't you? I can't stop myself, Alistair. Do you go there? How many go times? There how many ta- How many times an hour would you say you go there? <laughs> an hour, probably only three or four times yeah. an hour. Okay, great. So, <laughs> do you see today about the? They say in, by the end of the decade there'll be um, vaccines for heart disease and cancer. Yeah, it looks pretty good, doesn't it? It looks pretty I'm good. I'm gonna hold my breath. No, well, yeah, I don't think that helps. <laughs> I don't think that I helps. Think they should. Can they come up with a vaccine for uh, asphyxiation? Oh, I'm not gonna hold my breath. It doesn't quite work, does it? I'm not sure. Um, could they? Could they? That would wait. be good, though, wouldn't it? A vaccine for asphyxiation. Yes, that would actually be good. What do you, to, think it you know, would today I, I attempted a joke today because about commas mm. and about how I don't think that they're needed because I don't they don't seem like they're that needed in uh, com, you know in verbal conversation. Mm. But people say that they're. I don't know if this is actually a working joke. I tried it once, and maybe it was just kind of once you know first time luck. Mm. But I was saying, you know, I don't like that thing about when you're using, you're reading about comma, you know, you're reading commas, and people say, oh, well, we've put commas in there so that people know when to take breaths, mm. you know. And then I'm like, well, it's it's a bit intense because I was reading a list of, uh, you know, Santa's reindeers, and it was like Rudolph, <gasps> you know, Cupid, <laughs> you know, like you know, Standler <gasps> and Randler, <laughs> Bamford. <gasps> Like that, you know, so it seemed like too much. And I feel like I'm doing the Wim Hof method. Anyway, um, but then, it, you know, but then the other day my kid was choking. And I, that was quite a terrifying moment. But then I 
showed my child a comma. Mm. And uh, it saved their life because it reminded them to take a breath. (laughs) (laughs) An induced comma. An induced comma. (laughs) Andy, I've only written down Pez butt or poos. Um, And we have been going for the... It is so far the longest podcast we've ever done. (laughs) (laughs) Write down flesh bus. Flesh by the flesh bus. But flesh butt, but like, okay... It's Let's like, write down child shot at a school. Okay. Yeah, I'll write down child <laughs> child shot at a school. Oh, God. I mean, we just need to change the narrative, right? Just change the narrative. Turn it into a good thing. That yes, it won't, exactly. If the problem is that it bothers you, well, then we'll just, we've just got to change that it bothers you. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah, the problem. As far as I'm concerned, you know, it might be easier to change that if others had to change gun laws in America. <laughs> so, what if I, we, you know, we pay for psychological? What if we just were all? Yeah, you go. What if we? What if we just decided to all be okay with children being killed? Not okay. It we actually like that enjoy might be it. A, something that might be more achievable. You know. Oh, are you, yes. are you saying even turn it into a good thing, into well, a positive? I'm saying that if if what if the NRA started funding psychological training, experimentation training, you yes. know, for for anybody that it bothers. <laughs> Does it bother you? Yes. Well, then oh. just do this. Take this online course. Do you have a problem with this? Sounds like you have a problem. So oh, I know we'll who just has the try problem. and fix that. You're the one that has the problem with it. Well, you know, when, yeah. Okay, well, what can we do with it? Should I just write it down or just write it down? Okay. Write it down, Alistair. Um, That's what we can do. We have the okay. power <laughs> with this tremendous ability to you, you do something with Andy, something. That thing is right. That pen. thing down. You don't know if I have a pen or not. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that was pretty close to Forrest Gump? It wasn't that close, but... <laughs> no, I couldn't have guessed what it was because it also didn't sound like it. Didn't you sound don't like know, a quote. know if I have or, a pen or not. <laughs> it, it doesn't sound like a version of something he says in the movie. It doesn't sound like the voice that he's saying it in. Yeah, but I've got to say... So I many years have some... passed. <laughs> you haven't seen Forrest Gump since like 93 or something like that. Like that's when he made that movie. Yeah, sure. Do you think he I mean, would he still made... sound exactly like what it, what what was essentially a young man compared to what he was now? He would be now. And that's and do you on, think... think about ninety three, Andy. Ninety three goes two thousand and three, two thousand thirteen, mm. two thousand twenty three. Mm. That's thirty years since the year I guessed Forrest Gump was released. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's 93. I reckon it's later than that. I reckon it's 98. All right. I'm going 1998. All right, here we go. Forrest Gump, 94. Whoa! Yeah, man. Yeah. Do you think if they made another Forrest Gump, do you think it would be Forrest, but now his name has got three R's in it? Oh, and he's a rapper. Uh, mm, He could be, sure. I'm just thinking about like how you make it. How do you make the sequel? How do you what? What do you call the sequel? Maybe there's four R's in Forest. But there were two in the first one. Yeah, but the two. That's that's what makes it difficult as as a motif to use. (laughs) It is difficult for the sequel thing. What like as you've picked something that doesn't match up with the number one? <laughs> <laughs> well, there add. was one lot of two R's in there. All yeah, right, there was one lot. Of, okay, okay. Forest well, Gump, but now Gump has two P's. What if it was Forest Gump for the two, second one? <laughs> oh, two O's by the end of the series, and we're gonna. This is gonna be turned into an ex, the Forest Gump extended universe. Yeah. Um. He's going to have double by the by the last film. He's going to have double. All of those letters are going to be double letters. Oh, all right. the way through. 
You don't think we would just add a third of to the second one? The third one? Um, no, that would be weird. Putting three of a letter in a word? Really yeah. strange. Yeah, yeah. But You'd have you to think, be crazy to so, even suggest so that. So it would become F-F-O-O-R-R. R-R-E-S-T would be the next one. Also, yeah. then the motif is how many double letters are there in the word? That's the motif. <laughs> That's it. That's it. We worked it out. <laughs> All right. I'm so sorry. Yeah. So that's um, that that makes that makes the title a real puzzle. You know, it doesn't give you any clues. So it's, so they're all mm. called each movie is called Forrest Gump, but it's just print it's just spelled slightly <laughs> differently. Is Gump getting any changes? <laughs> yeah, I mean cuz that one's there. always going to be one behind the first one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Gump. Um, I'm excited for I this. I suppose we could... I think they should make a sequel to Forrest the, Gump because there's been so many more things that have happened since then. There are so many yeah. more events that he could be placed inside of. Exactly. What events and, would you... Let's say it was made this year. What events of the last 10 years would you place him in? Um, obviously, the, he'd be at the January 6th riots, uh, the storming of the Capitol. Yeah. Do you building. think he would appear in any of the... Either tweets or posts of Andrew Tate? <laughs> yes. He'd obviously have... Like, it's not it's not within the last 10 years, but he'd have to be at, at the World Trade Center at 9-11, right? Oh, yeah. And so what what silly he'd thing would he be probably be doing? one of the... <laughs> People falling. <laughs> silly Billy. Uh, I think he'd probably be a first responder. Okay, rather than a Let's person be, falling from like that, like the upside down man. Yeah, the upside down man. Is he that was what they the, call him. Is he it? was. I don't. Know, I can't remember what that guy, but the falling man or whatever that guy who yeah. was perfectly upside. Maybe he could be the right way up man. <laughs> Do you think anybody looked at the picture of that guy falling out of the window <laughs> of the World Trade Center and said he's upside down? I think that's what they were thinking. I think that was the first thought in their head. That man's upside down. Yeah, I don't. And you know what? I, you know what? I, I've realized with it, with when you've asked me this that I actually I'm not sure I know the the, the mind of men. Yeah, I'm sure. un, I'm incapable of of understanding the mind of other of men or women. Or, Who knows what darkness lies in the hearts of man? Or hearts? Not Alistair. No. Yeah, not me. Well, I didn't say I don't know that what's in the hearts of men. No, of course you've got a great instinct for that. You've got a you keep a close watch on that heart of mine. Um, I do, and keep, of everybody else's. Do Do you think that I ever do anything to keep your heart in check? Do you think? <laughs> do you think you've ever had an evil inclination that I've stopped you heading towards? You've, you've, uh, I, you've, I'd say you've kept me. You have you 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 do you do observe me, Alastair, and you do try and correct my behaviour sometimes in a way that I often resent uh, enormously. I feel I feel policed. I feel that I am <laughs> not able to fully relax or be myself. Oh my god, and that's the opposite with, of what I want, but you know. With good reason, with good reason, because very often I well, do forget that other human beings are sentient and they have feelings right. and needs. Okay, well, that I'll do I mean, things and I say things that's inappropriate. While it sounds negative, it also sounds a little bit positive what I've done, but mm. um Okay. Well, I mean, you know, I guess that's what being a dictator is like. You know, you've got to be ruthless in yeah. order to get somebody to act in a good way. And that's why we've got to think, keep that in mind that a lot of the world is ruled by dictators. But they probably are just trying to make everybody, they, you know, they probably are just ruling countries where most of the people are bad. That's why they have to rule with such an iron fist. Well... I mean, in dictatorships, it's not just the one person at the top who is the is the dictator, but it's kind of like I think I'd off very often ends up being dictators all the way down, right? Like dictators. you know, you dictate to <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> I, it just sounded like you really emphasized the dick part, and so it sounded like dictators. 
That's the word. That's what it's called. Dictators. Dictators. I think think dictators sounds too much like (laughs) penis potatoes. Penis Penis potatoes. Penis potatoes. Which is a a very different thing. Yeah, I think you said dictators. I mean, I would have to go back. I'd have to press I mean, that. I, do, I still don't feel like I did anything wrong. No, <laughs> and but Andy, this is dangerous, coming dangerously close to you policing my behaviour, Alistair. No, I wouldn't, Andy. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just making sure that the audience is clear on what we're discussing. What we're talking about? Are we talking about penis potatoes, or are we talking about the totalitarian political system? That's right. Okay. I don't know. So you, I'm not a you, political scientist. So I don't know if all dictators are all necessarily totalitarian. No, no, no. It feels they, like they could be partialitarian. Mm. <laughs> I'm a semitarian. <laughs> totalitarian is just a guy who finishes the, his full plate every time, but apart. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> He never leaves. He never leaves a dirty bowl. I'm a totalitarian. What can I say? Oh, Mildred, that was a delicious meal. You made a totalitarian of me this evening. He says as he finishes licking the the dish. Mm. Dish lickers. I am. You made a I dish am, licker out of me. <laughs> I am there. Uh, I'm. I'm there. I'm. I'm eating. I've just. I'm eating the living body of Stephen King. <laughs> and I say, "You made a real authoritarian, author, authoritarian of me this evening." Author, it does, that didn't work. Said out loud, like I was hoping. Why? It would. Di- why didn't it work? Authora. Authoritarian, authoritarian, and uh, what should you know, it actually author. be? Authoritarian. Well, what it should, should be. it be? But but if you're an author, you're eating an author. It's an authoritarian, authoritarian. Didn't work. I had it all lined up in my brain. It was beautiful. I don't know which one is right and which one is wrong, Andy. Well, it depends on which which side of the fence you, what what you want it, which bit of it you want to be right. Well, just just tell the, me which one the is political, which. <laughs> the political the political person, if you're if you're if you're telling people what to do, yeah. as in you know in, in from a position of power, you are an authoritarian, authoritarian, okay. authoritarian. But if if you're eating people who write write novels and short stories, you're an authoritarian. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And it's very important to get those two things clear in your mind. I don't know if you know this, but while you were saying that, I managed to run to the fridge and then come back to the seat. <laughs> Wait, did you run while recording or were you... Well, I didn't get to say anything because you were, you were taking so long to describe your thing, which was great. It was a good I, outcome. I, that was only because you asked me to explain it and repeat myself. Did you only ask me to repeat myself because you knew that I would no, labour the point? It wasn't and, until you started labouring the point that I thought, how good is this? Uh, <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> oh, I've got to treat myself to a little run to the fridge. I I know his rhythms and he's getting into a groove. The fella has some momentum up all of this one. He can hear that I'm not saying anything and he's gonna he's gonna fill that space. Uh, what did you get from the fridge? Andy, the other you know you know how I have not been drinking for three months. Four months. Mm. 
four months. Mm. Then, well, my parents were in town for two days, and they they allowed my beloved wife Indiana to come out to see my show at the comedy festival. Oh yeah! And then we went to Indiana's brother's the restaurant that Indiana's brother works at, Embla, in the city. Fuck, and this is a good night. Yeah. Hey, was there someone famous at Embla recently? I'm not sure. Why? Have I you think seen they an article. There about was a it photo. Yeah, I think it was in the paper. Someone's. It was Obama. Barack Obama went to Embla recently. Did he? I'm pretty sure I saw a photo of Barack Obama at Embla. Wow, um, that's incredible. I should. Uh, we should ask Jasper about I'm that. I'm amazed that hasn't come up. Yeah, hang on. I mean, it, if if I'd cooked, if Barack Obama had come to my place for dinner, yeah. I would have mentioned it to you, Alistair. That's my promise to you. Wait, let me just let me just quickly. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let me just while we're doing this, um, I'll just send a message to Indiana while we're doing this so that I can see um, if we can get a response during this. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that'd be great. Um, we can give some live updates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, ask, ask Jasper if joined Obama by Formula no and served, no, and Formula One driver Lewis Hamilton and <laughs> Obama Michelle Obama at Embla. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's This isn't insane. breaking news, no. no, so to speak. Obviously, this is somebody's old. This yeah. is it's broken breaking, news. Yeah, breaking old. It's current. It's 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 breaking to us. Um, Wait, oh, Indiana's just responded. What does that mean? <laughs> oh my god, I <laughs> this wrote. Is good. Okay, you know what this the problem is? <laughs> I said ask Jap- Jasper if Obama served Obama at Ebla. That's what I wrote. Okay. <laughs> Um. Look, you went out, and I'm 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 guessing that the end of the story is that you had a a little drink, right? Oh yeah, and so oh, yeah, I a, went out. You enjoyed and, and so, it, yeah. So so they gave us a free drink while we were there, and then we went, mm. and, we, and we went. I guess we're gonna have this drink. And then you maybe got a few more, and now there's a couple in the Frigidaire. Frigidaire, is that right? And so then Indiana's gone to Castlemaine for the for the night, and for Easter took took, took the kids. So then I, on the way home, I picked mm. up a couple of stouts. Alistair, how about this? Guess what I'm drinking right what? now? Is it a stout? For the first time in forever, I'm drinking a stout. Oh my goodness! Can you believe that the uh, fillers have synced up? The fillers—we've been out of this. <laughs> our we, we cycles have, we haven't have seen aligned. Each, yeah, we haven't seen each other for so long, but yet our cycles are still aligned. <laughs> <laughs> this is how strong the power of hormones are. <laughs> have we synced up with Genuinely, the moon? <laughs> it's I think it's a full moon. I think it is a full. Fuck! I'm going to check. Is it a full moon right now? I'm pretty sure we'd be so close to a full moon. Time for a step. This, this is perfect. <laughs> moon. Have a look, phase. Andy. I mean, I won't be able to see it behind the clouds. Moon phases today. Here we go. It's current time. The moon phase tonight. Oh, it's waning, Gibbous. Oh, it's Wayne and Gibbous, Alistair. Oh, really? Sorry to say. Yeah, we just missed it. Wayne and Gibbous. Beautiful, beautiful combination of words. Alistair, how many sketch ideas have we written down? We've written down because four. Because I feel, like, it's I feel not... like this thing is going off the rails. Yeah, okay. Okay, we're back. <laughs> we're back. But we're back in. But I think, what about the idea of... You should you should you should pitch this to your mate at the brewery. Yeah. Who which... likes to do um comedy videos to advertise his brewery. Um uh one about f- the fellas and their cycles have synced up 
okay. on having having a stout. Having a stout. I'm having a stout. All right, fellas. <sighs> cycles. So, how do you spell cycles? P S Y. Yeah, that's right. Psychols. That's it. <laughs> and synced up. Is that that P S? P-S-Y-N-C? Mm-hmm. I'm going to start referring to my bicycle, my car as a quadricycle. Oh, that's, people are going to love that. Yeah, great. I'm taking the quadricycle, the, quad, <laughs> the motorised quadricycle. <laughs> this is a great way to, to become more of a fuckhead. Oh, man. We should... Andy, you, if, I, th- I feel like this is something you might have talked about on stage. What, what, in what context have you talked about something about being finding ways to, with your use of language? Uh, this is where I say, I say people will find this more annoying, but they will be really impressed by your linguistic accuracy, and that's with yeah. the um, the behind your back stuff. Ah, yes, that's right. This, if well, you say somebody's talking behind your back, you go. You mean behind you? And they go, yeah. And I go, well, that's in front of your back. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Um, How so, did, so you were saying, you were describing your bit earlier. Which um, one? Oh, the, the, the thing about commas. Mm, and you were talking about how it had gone well one time. Did it, And you did it again tonight. No, the tonight was the first time. Oh, and so and tonight, you think it went okay? Well, I think it went okay, and tonight was one of the worst nights I've had all festival. Oh, okay. Whereas, and whereas that bit that, went okay. Then. Whereas that Something. bit went okay. So, and I tried it, and I think probably the part of the problem why I feel like tonight went bad is because I tried a few new bits, and then one of the other ones didn't really go as well as I thought. Mm. Can I just ask, yeah. in your bit about commas, mm. did you include my favorite joke ever? About sucking off, sucking off your uncle's horse. No, I didn't put that in yet. Because, <laughs> yeah, that thing about because every time people talk about commas, they're like, oh, it's all. There's always like some weirdly sexual inappropriate thing about a horse where they're like, oh, I helped my Jack, my uncle Jack, off a horse, but and then they're like, now I help my Jack suck off a horse. <laughs> no, I helped my je- uncle suck off a horse, and my uncle's so s- s- horse gets sucked off or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember how we uh, phrased it originally. Yeah, no, I, mean, I, I can't meant, remember. I, no, I meant my uncle suck off a horse. <laughs> 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 I don't think a comma would help you with the sentence I helped my uncle Jack off a horse. I my Where would you put the comma? Where would you put the comma? My uncle Jack off a horse. <laughs> I don't think it helps. And I don't think that's where you would put a comma. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Is that genuinely an example that you I, found oh, wait, somewhere? Yeah, I think that that's like I, I've seen somebody else reference it recently. Jack, my uncle, off oh. a horse. <laughs> okay, here it is. It's grammar. This is a meme. Grammar: the difference between helping your uncle Jack off a horse and helping your uncle Jack. Oh, that's more about capitals. Sorry, that's yeah, not commas. Right. Yeah, it's capitals. Yeah. But um, like, but you know what's interesting is that they have uncle capitalized in the first one. And then they have uncle not capitalized in the second one. And it makes me yeah, think... that is weird. Makes me think, firstly, I didn't know you capitalized uncle. And secondly... Maybe, maybe if it's your uncle Jack, you're supposed to capitalize uncle. Maybe, yeah. But then you think, My Uncle Jack. what does uncle mean when it's not capitalized? To, to uncle something. Mm-hmm. You know, or Probably like. It means to jack it off. Yeah, well, so then <laughs> to jack it off, this jack off. Anyway. Mm. Comma. <laughs> <sighs> 
Indeed. This we is need my to... favorite. This is my favorite episode ever. By yeah, the way. Oh, I'm glad you're having a yeah. good time. I don't know if it's the most productive episode, but we're having fun. I really like the bit where you texted Indiana about Obama. About Obama. Yeah, I know. Well, Indiana responded at one point. She said, "Mom says it's old news." And then I said, no. "Geez, but did he experience it?" And she said, "Yeah, he did." There was someone from the Grand Prix, and Jasper had to make a vegan meal for him. Ha ha. What was you said it was Lewis Hamilton, right? Yeah. So Lewis Hamilton's a vegan. I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. Um, I didn't know that either. Um I uh I wonder if that helps <laughs> wonder if that uh, helps offset the carbon footprint of uh, all the Formula One racing that he mm, does. Yes. I wonder if that does, Andy. Do you think? Mm, not sure. Does he? This is Lewis Hamilton a, a Formula One guy? I've given up fire walking, Alistair. Have you? To try and reduce my carbon footprint. Is that anything? I mean, it probably doesn't really work on any level, or it works on too many levels, and they cancel each wait, other wait, out. Wait, wait, wait. Carbon footprint. Carbon footprint. We've stopped. Okay, well, wait, so, so wait, just say it to me one more fire. time. I know I should just I'm, know. I've, I've given up fire walking to try and reduce my carbon footprint. Okay. Is that a joke about car <laughs> carbon? Oh, no, car- yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> 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 what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. I was. I was still thinking about Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> Carbon. That's probably a car good in French. (laughs) Right. What about this? I've given up pasta. Carbon fire. I've given up. I've given up. I've given up. uh, Pasta. I've given given up eating pasta with egg sauce and ham because I'm trying to reduce my carbonara footprint. How about that? Car, wait, oh no, I, I missed the beginning because I started reading a response from Indiana. Wait, okay, oh I'm my so God, sorry. I wish Andy. I was dead. No, Andy, I don't wish, wish I was dead. You were enjoying this. This is one of the best episodes ever before. Not anymore. Now it's the one where I want to be dead. Okay, wait. So say it one more time. I s- say it one I more have, time, Andy. I have given up. Eating part, you're typing something. I can hear you typing, so I know you're not listening. Why would I say it again? Why would I bother when you are clacking away so loudly? <laughs> Got ya. All right. Thank you. Thank you for buying me some good typing time. Oh. Um, okay, wait. There was so much. Secret security personnel, etc. And Jasper was trying to piece together a new menu. So, you know, he just got on with his job. Um, and then I said, I'm on pod trying to use updates in pod. And then Indiana responded, Oh, babe. <laughs> <laughs> this is all secondhand info. Turns out Jasper isn't there right now. I thought he was there, but he gets there tomorrow. So... Next week, we could have some good updates. Obama, Obama Obama updates. You know, if you're tuning in to Tune the Think Tank for for Obama Watch, uh, (laughs) then, you know, you'll get... You've been tuning into... I'm pretty sure that it may be in the first ever episode we talked about Barack Obama. Really? Uh, Yeah, doing um, doing some sort of... Uh, a presidential press conference, maybe the first or the second episode. He was talking and, like this. Um, the, 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 they were being bombed and they were talking about just ignoring it, maybe being bombed by aliens and telling everyone to ignore it in the hope that they would go away. Yeah, all right. Um, so if you tuned into episode one and thought, oh, God, I love this. I love the Obama content on this podcast, mm. and you've been religiously listening to every single episode since then. For 376 episodes. But we seem to be almost deliberately ignoring talking about Obama. Well, now it's all paid off. With the, what, what part of our 
our semi-regular series of Obama updates. Um, but a very tantalising hint that there could be another Obama update to come in the next episode. Imagine if that. We can there, get more. There, there could be so much coming up, you know, or at mm. least in the next 400 episodes, there could be at least one more. Mm. There's no reason to think there wouldn't be. That's right. At this <laughs> at this stage. Okay, one, two, Indications three, four, are good. five. Andy, we technically have five ideas. Mm. God, that's good. God, that's now, thrilling. Now, I have... Today I googled. Uh, no, I went into my Gmail and I searched three words and in inverted commas. Mm, okay. And you know what? It sent me way back to 2021. Whoa! And there was one from Julian Walsh. Julian Walsh. And I don't even know if Julian Walsh is still a, a, a supporter or if Julian Walsh. I mean, a if listener. I'd been waiting around for. Two and a half years for somebody to get to my email. Maybe yeah. I would have zoned out. Dropped well, off. I think that there's a That's chance okay. that we may have done this. I don't know at this point. Okay. So let's find out. Let's find out. The okay. system works. Do you want to try and guess what the first word is from our listener? Yeah. Is, it, is it carbonara? No, but close. It's Rapunzel. Okay. I feel like we have done this. <gasps> these these words. Really? But uh, is, the, is the next word... Um, footprint, carbonara. Well, Andy, footprint. if you know what it is, if you've heard it before, just tap into that part of your memory. It's in your mind. You should be able to access this. No, no. Carbonara footprint. That's my guess. No, it's not carbonara. It's Rapunzel. <laughs> yeah. The listeners know what I'm doing, Alistair, and they're with Wait, me. I don't think I wrote down carbonara footprint. What was the, what was this? You never told me the sentence again. Oh, I did, Alistair. That's the thing. <laughs> did you? Oh no, I was too busy typing. Wait, tell me I'm one more gi- time. I'm, I'm, I'm giving up pasta, egg sauce, and little bits of ham in an attempt to reduce my carbonara footprint. <laughs> Not only enough that makes sense, but anyway. <laughs> It's good though. It's good. I it's Thanks, Alistair. Carbonara. I think it was worth it. Carbonara. Do you think anybody pronounces it carbonara? Yeah. Do you I think, think the do. do you think the carbon part is really important in carbonara? <laughs> like do you think it's I in don't. some way connected to carbon? I think it's related to carbs. I think it's related to carbohydrates, which I believe would be related to so carbs. It's, so it's really carbohydrate-ara, nara. Yeah, that's right. All right. Okay, so it's it's Rapunzel. Then the second word is fish. And the third word is, what is it, Andy? Um, understatement. No, Andy, no. <laughs> it's dystopia. Oh, actually, you know what? I don't know if I have heard these words Rapunzel, before. These are fish, fantastic dystopia. words. Dystopia. You know what? In a in a sort of, there's there's a you can imagine a reverse Rapunzel situation, right? Yeah. In which Rapunzel is is in a hole. Is, she's a she's aquatic. She's aquatic. She's okay. a mermaid or something like that. And yes, she's in a hole, right? She's down a well, and her hair grows like that. Um, that kind of uh, that seaweed that has those flo- flo- polyps for flotation, right? And so her hair floats up to the surface of the well, oh, and the you know obviously the 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 charming prince would have to um, shout down through the water, and the the sound would travel, you know, like like a whale song. Um, probably quite well, and she, he would have to say, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let up your hair, and then she would but, pull it, let it up to float to the surface. Do you think he right? would have and to he yell would that if it drag just naturally floats? Down. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Uh. Well, she might. She might. She might uh, keep, keep it, it in keep a net or something. Yeah, or in a ponytail or something like that. In a ponytail, Sorry, exactly, a, exactly. A horse in a bun. What's a what's a, a fish horse? What are those fish horses called? <laughs> <laughs> seahorse seahorse that's right seahorse tail um yes and okay oh. yes 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 and then 
So, so and then he drags, he grabs her hair and pulls himself down yeah. to the bottom of the well, right? And Which then would probably be easier dies. on her hair. Uh, he dies. He dies, obviously. He can't breathe underwater. He, I know, He's but he doesn't find like a bubble of air or something like that. Doesn't she have anything? She doesn't need to breathe. They don't, mermaids it, don't seem to have gills. Isn't it interesting that the word Rapunzel, if you took out the U-N-Z, would just be the word repel, which is what you do when you um, climb down something on a rope. You repel down, don't you? Is it? I don't know Isn't about that. Interesting. That is very interesting, mm. Andrew. I find I that. Wonder if that's intentional. Hmm. <laughs> we should ask. Is that also? Is that also? <sighs> is that also? What's his name? You know, is it the same guy who did uh, Little Mermaid who does Rapunzel? Is that Hans Christian Andersen? Yeah, that's Would he Hans, be the guy? That's Hans Christian Andersen. I mean, they should call him Tails Christian Andersen. <laughs> no, no, he, no. no should, because she still like, had hands. Yeah, that's she? true. <laughs> oh, God. I guess that's the only bit that remained consistent. That and head. Uh, hands, yeah. hands, Henson. <laughs> Torserson. Um, uh, Rap- Rap- Rapunzel fish like, dystopia. I mean, this is such a good. Yeah, you know what I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking a fish that mm. you just let's say you're 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 um you're spear fishing, mm. and you see the tail of this large silver fish sticking out of this. <gasps> Out of this yes. cave, and you, yep. and you spear it with your spear mm. gun, and of course, yes. the spear gun has always has that attachment to the spear, back to the gun, back to your hand, yes. and yes. then you you've speared it, and then that fish starts to swim forward into the cave and pulls you into the cave, oh. into a new world, mm. a world. Okay. That is much worse than the world that you came from, <laughs> but but not as bad as the water. I mean, really, the water is a true being underwater is a true dystopia. Yeah, because you can't breathe there, which to me is much worse than society <laughs> crumbling. <laughs> uh, what's that? Oh, you're you're, uh, you're you're all required to wear the same clothes. Mm, doesn't feel like quite as dystopian as. as- not being able to breathe. Yes, ah. Having to go underwater. Truly the macabre imagination of the sick fuck that came up with the idea of the mm. ocean. Nobody thinks as the sun of the sun as a as a dystopia. People love a bit of um <laughs> the sun. <laughs> it's already a world that you of, of unimaginable horror. We don't need to Mm. To imagine it, it's there in the sky. Um, uh, a you know, people love a bit of um, climate uh, dystopia fiction. Yeah, about you know where we where the consequences of our actions are uh, literally or metaphorically portrayed. Um, and so this is one that I've come up with now, based on this idea. It's one where we invent this perfect product for men who are balding yes right? it's a shampoo that can grow that will grow your hair back right but of course when you shampoo you're in the shower the the product goes down the drain into the ocean right yeah. and what happens is it starts to grow hair on all the fish really really long tangling hair and this the ocean becomes this like clogged like a a plug hole oh no completely like gridlocked with 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 hair growing on all the fishes it's terrible and and then you, you know it's every time like, even um, it's even in the meat the fish meat and then you when you eat a, a fish you get hair in your mouth yeah <laughs> awful, <laughs> awful. Imagine. it's like it's like a more realistic version of um Cat's Cradle by Kurt Vonnegut with Ice Nine that freezes the ocean. Well, I think the ocean becoming clogged with hair is actually a much more theoretically viable and possible 
version of that kind of a man. I have a few a books that I got from Brian, who is a primo listener of this show that Brian sent me. Both this one, hello Brian, hello Brian. That is both this one, um, the one that you just mentioned, Cat's Cradle. Cat's, he sent me Cat's Cradle, and he also sent me this one from a Russian writer who writes sort of space stuff that is a bit, a bit, I guess a bit weird, you know? Oh. But not yeah, yeah. when I say, I don't mean sexual or anything like that. I just mean like. It's, it's a bit skew whiff. Yeah, it's a bit skew whiff. And, and I dream of reading it almost every day. <laughs> <laughs> And and oh, so that's a nice idea. Yeah, it's a nice idea. And then, but you know, the best time to dream about it is right now during comedy festival. Because then I go after comedy festival, that world seems so possible. Like anything seems mm. possible. You go after comedy festival, I'll be able to read books again. <laughs> oh, that I haven't done for twenty years. Yeah. So I'm hoping. <laughs> but for after that. comedy festival, I'm going to start like anything. Andy, do you want me to read you today's sketches? Yes. If you can call them that. Um, yes. But we've got Pez Butt. It's called Poos. It's a Pez dispenser where things come out asshole. the way that they should through the butt. I Pez dispenser. A, I'm so happy with that idea. I'm, that's I mean, what's we kept me just, going this whole episode. We should just call it Butt Dispenser. Yeah, we should. Child shot it at a school, but this is from from the news, from the new Uzi bus, or any other type of way of making uh, yeah. liberals realize that there's that that when a child is shot at a school, it's not always bad. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, make, don't jump to conclusions. Don't jump to conclusions that it's always a terrible thing. Because you've read a headline and then look mm. further into the article. <laughs> then we have make people feel like kids getting shot is fine. That's just a solution to the kids getting shot thing. It's yes. to ch- change people's minds. You know, some a lot of people talk about ch- changing hearts, but just change some minds. That's my mm-hmm. theory. Um, then we've got totalitarian, a person who finishes a full, can't stop finishing a full plate. You know, the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun mm. is a good guy with uh, a new attitude, a fresh new attitude to the problem of That's right. if with, it is a problem. A guy with a the fresh attitude. Gun violence. It, the only thing that stops a guy with a gun is a guy with a new idea on how to stop people with guns. <laughs> that is effective. The only thing that the only thing that stops a bad guy with a the only thing that stops a bad the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy who thinks bad guy guys with guns are good. All guys with guns are good. <laughs> Suddenly, he's not a bad guy with a gun, is he? That's right. He's a good guy with a gun. That's right. It's a guy who r- makes everybody else feel. Like bad guys with guns are good guys with guns. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got fellas cycle synced up yes, for having stout cycle. Yeah. <laughs> we've got the under ocean is a dystopia. We've got underwater Rapunzel and we've got hair regrowing product on fish. Because mm, it went into the drain. All good. What do you think, Andy? Should we wrap this episode up? Baby, let's do it. Thank you for listening to it in the Think Tank. I think that's really cool, the way that you do that. Alistair, you're doing a show at the Comedy Festival. These people know about it. They should buy tickets. Yeah, they can go until the 22nd. It's getting better. I heard that this comma bit is fucking killer. This new comma bit is is hitting the audiences by storm. Mm. Most of my bits, I just, I strike the audience with a breeze. 
But you know mm. what? Right before this new comma bit that I've mostly done on this thing here that you've heard, um, it's going to hit you like a storm. Yeah. In a teacup. I don't know if that makes any, if that is more of a selling point or less of a selling point. <laughs> um, anyway, come, I'm doing it till the 22nd. We love you. Um, you should follow us on Twitter mm. at AlistairTB, at 2 in Tank at, at, at Stupid Old Andy. And then you should go and continue and live your life, you know? Don't yeah, just be as just... you can. Don't just be following this podcast. That's you know, it's not enough. <laughs> don't let don't let anybody police your behavior. You be your your truest you be version yourself. of yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as it's within the bounds of what's acceptable. Oh, of course, what's acceptable. Yeah, I mean, don't don't be a dick about it. Obviously. Yeah. And maybe you know, think about the people who are telling you things. Maybe they've got a good point as well. Yeah. So exactly. So anyway, hear them out. We. We love you. you. Bye. Honestly, this is the best episode ever. I can't believe it. See ya. It's the episode where I start drinking again. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.